You're listening to Behind the Design Podcast, your digital version of co-working that takes you behind the scenes on how to create an authentic brand, build an intentional business, and live a life with purpose every single day. I'm your host and brand guru, Olivia Silvestro, here to equip you with the tools to wake up every day doing what you love and make money doing it. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get to it. Over the last few years, trailblazers in the wellness space have innovated the way the population views health and have continued to expand healthcare access to people everywhere, increasing the health and wellness industry by 6% at least every year, making it now a $4.2 trillion market. Now, these growing trends have boomed exponentially and are predicted to not only stay, but are changing the way wellness-focused businesses provide their services. Fitness studios, gyms, doctors, and healers alike got creative how they're servicing the high demand of their customers who are stuck at home and wanting to take control of their health. We saw affordable on-demand workouts everywhere, online counseling sessions become more accessible, and people influenced by trendsetters to prioritize living well every day. So what does this mean for you, wellness entrepreneur? As the appeal for your consumers to take charge of their health continues to increase, it's important to innovate the way you offer your services to meet them where they're at. A lot of the routines accumulated over this last year are here to stay and can be built upon to expand your business. In this episode, I'm sharing five important health and wellness industry trends to watch in 2021 for wellness entrepreneurs. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome to Behind the Design Podcast. If you are new here, I'm your host, Olivia Silvestro, the owner, designer, and brand guru behind Current Design Studio. I am so glad you're here and tuning into this very, very important episode. So I'm super stoked to share with you guys all of the research that I do. This is a lot of reading and articles and just accumulation of all of the research that I do for our clients. So again, if you're new here, we are a brand and website design studio specifically for health and wellness businesses. So we work with a lot of coaches, health coaches, nutritionists, people immersed in the wellness space. So it's really important for myself and my clients that I stay up to date in wellness trends or just trends in the health industry. And as I was create like accumulating and reading and research, I decided that this would be a great episode for the podcast. So before we get into these five important health and wellness industry trends, I want to just do a few announcements. So first things first, Current is going through a little rebrand and I'll definitely be sharing more information on this and kind of and probably going behind the scenes in why I decided to the, to do this rebrand and all of that stuff, but Basically, I'm bringing a lot more of my personality into my brand. This is not a trend I'm going to be talking about today. However, in marketing and just in general, I've been feeling really pulled to sharing more and not just about design and entrepreneurship, but also about intentional living. So I'm very excited to kind of pivot our brand and just really share more and be way more raw and authentic with you guys. 
Another thing is that we are now booking into March and April for our custom one-on-one. So if you'd like to work with us, do not hesitate, reach out, head to our contact page on our website and book a discovery call with us. And we'll just see if we're a good fit, no strings attached. And thirdly, if you are more of a DIYer and want to do things on your own and don't want to make a huge investment right this minute, we have our Show It website templates, which are plug and play website templates where you can go in, add your photos, add your content and have a beautiful professional online presence without the custom price tag. And if you use code design 50, that will give you $50 off of your template. Okay, and one little disclaimer is for some reason I am losing my voice. I'm not sure what's happening, so I apologize if my voice is going in and out. But this is what's happening, and I'm sharing this episode. So let's get into it. Five important health and wellness trends to follow in 2021. So before I get actually get into these trends, I want to emphasize the importance of knowing where your consumers are at. So knowing where the market trend and where the industry is going allows you to expand your ideas of different services that you can offer and ways that you can cater to your audience because you're creating services and a business for a specific audience, right? So if you don't know who your audience is and you don't know what your audience even wants, it's really hard to even create a service because you don't even know if that's what they need. So whether you're in the wellness space or not, I highly encourage you to do research on your specific space or industry so you kind of know where the market is going and you can begin to plan and cater your services towards your consumers. So that's why I'm sharing all of this information because it's highly valuable in idealizing, you know, where you're going to spend your energy and focus on in expanding and growing your business. So five important health and wellness, wellness industry trends. Number one, converging healthcare and wellness. So right now we are starting to shift from not only traditional healthcare, we're moving into a more holistic approach, focusing on preventative health versus reactive health. So this means that practitioners are focused on establishing healthy habits with their patients or clients that obtains long lasting wellness. So nurses, physician assistants, doctors are tired of assisting sick care and intervening only in stages of disease and are wanting to offer preventative care for long-lasting health. So wellness is accepted more widely in mainstream where prior it was viewed as outside of the realm of traditional healthcare. So over the last few years, the two have begun to emerge and it's expected this year we'll see a real shift in preventative, long-lasting practices that empower both the traditional and leading-edge practices of health. So we have a lot of clients who are doctors, physician assistants, nurses, nutritionists that are leaving the hospitals, that are leaving traditional healthcare and moving into again, like more preventative healthcare. So, you know, taking charge of your own health, offering programs that allow their clients and their patients to 
take control of their health versus only going to the doctor when something's wrong. So long lasting health, being healthy all the time versus only going when you're sick or there's something wrong. And this is important to know because if you are in a specific space and you're a nutritionist, let's say, and you're wanting to create a practice of meal plans and preventative, like just getting ahead of your nutrition and fueling your body and you're like, nobody is going to want to do this. This is not true. People are starting to where we are the woo-woo ones. We're kind of the ones that are all out there. Well, wellness is now way more accepted in the mainstream and people are looking for alternative health in different ways to get in charge of their health versus going to the doctor for many different reasons. But so this is a really great thing to know. So if you've been thinking about implementing a service, a new program, something like that, understand that it's becoming way more mainstream and widely accepted that people are taking control of their health before there's anything quote unquote wrong. And obviously, we've been seeing this trend grow over the years, which is why we have coaches and we have um, naturopathic doctors and we have, you know, different group programs and all of that stuff. However, this year, it's predicted to be a lot more prominent. So if you haven't yet started that business, now is the year to start and especially specialize and niche down. Okay, number two, virtual fitness is here to stay. And this is something that I witnessed firsthand with my yogis and personal trainer clients is that they quickly shifted when everything closed down, they quickly shifted from in-person to online. So we created a lot of membership programs, on-demand classes, live classes, things like that for them. And it was truly amazing to see the pivot and not only the pivot in their businesses, but the response from their consumers. So we had a client who launched her membership and over the weekend, she had a $35,000 launch which is freaking awesome. And it's all because she saw what the clients wanted and decided to immediately take action and make that pivot. So if you've been kind of going back and forth, unsure if this is the direction that you want to go, 100% people are doing online fitness and they are not going to stop, especially even when gyms open up. So People have turned to virtual fitness classes and the communities around them for support. Online fitness coaches created on-demand classes, memberships, live workouts to supplement the massive amount of of time people were spending at home and no longer at the gym. It's been reported that the average person logs on to a virtual fitness class at least three times a week, enjoying the break from working from home and getting into like some sort of daily movement. Popular within virtual fitnesses are quick 30 minute or less online classes just because of like other distractions that come from doing everything at home. So also the community aspect of virtual fitness is an added bonus. So if you're doing, you know, if we're, you're a small business, which I'm sure you are, um, since you're listening to this is having some sort of community aspect where people can get support and guidance to achieve their fitness goals. So many memberships and live classes offer some sort of group chat and accountability to keep the momentum going. 
It's expected that virtual fitness is here to stay because of the short time commitment and then the online world just making it super easy to sign up and flexible schedule because of family work and other commitments. So it's really easy for someone to look at a schedule of someone's online thing, see that it's 30 minutes, and then immediately, you know, just be able to log in and commit 45 minutes to exercise and then they're done. What I think is really interesting about this trend is that I really do believe it's here to stay. I believe that even when gyms open up and all of a sudden the floodgates are open, whenever that's going to be, is that people are still going to commit to the virtual fitness because of the less time commitment. They don't have to drive, um, come back, take a shower, all that stuff. You know, if a class is 30 minutes, it's truly 30 minutes and they can go into their living room or wherever, wherever and they can do that. So It's important also if you are thinking of making some sort of classes or like online membership or some sort of online virtual class is make a variety of different times because people tend to kind of do the shorter ones or they like to pick depending on how much time they have. So having a variety really opens up your audience and then even ask them, you know, poll them like, would you want me to add a 15 minute class? Do you enjoy the 30 minute classes or the hour classes or what are the best times? And this will really help you gauge your audience in creating those specific classes for them. Number three, mental health awareness and wellness communities. So online wellness communities for people with like-minded interests have become a prominent trend in rising mental health awareness around the globe, honestly, like people that couldn't connect before, didn't have access to any sort of mental health help now have it worldwide. Whether it's advice, a shoulder to lean on or someone to talk to, these communities offer support for anyone who needs it. Over the years, there has been more mainstream exposure about mental health, and now more than ever, it's apparent that we can champion each other no matter where we are in the world. So with social media making it super easy for people to connect at all hours of the day, these community extend a hand through online platforms, groups, and meetings. And this is huge because when you're stuck at home and you are by yourself and you don't have anyone to talk to or you don't feel comfortable or safe, it's really important to have these wellness communities and just have people that you can chat with that have like-minded interests. So I've seen a lot of our clients this year have Facebook groups, Slack channels, Voxers, um, you know, clubhouse meetings, Instagram DMs, like groups. So anything that you could do to really create that that community aspect of your brand, whether it be mental health or just in general supporting each other and guiding people with whatever they need help with is really, really important. And this is actually something that we're starting to implement in our business. I'm going to be creating a Slack channel for our clients, past, present, future, and then just really try to connect and make that sort of connection with other like-minded people. Because at this point, we've been home for a long freaking time and everyone's pretty much sick of it. So rather than just like waiting for it to be over, we're starting to take an initiative. So if you ever need help, need any guidance or anything, please feel free to reach out. I'm seriously an open book. But the this having some sort of community with your brand can be super, super valuable, just making connections 
with people and also a, also just being a good person. So if you've been thinking about doing some sort of community or something when doing anything to raise awareness around mental health, highly recommend. Number four, the future of telehealth is now. And this is actually something that I find so interesting because I did not hear about it until recently. We actually had a template shop buyer. She's a speech pathologist and she bought one of our templates and she is doing some sort of telehealth, which is very interesting to me because I I can't quite understand it, but I think it is so, so awesome. So piggybacking off of wellness communities, the idea that you can connect with a doctor or counselor without leaving your house exploded (laughs) this last year. The rapid growth of telehealth advancement was prevalent in all of 2020 and is now an adopted practice in the health industry. According to HIMSS, it's expected that the telehealth volume will continue to increase, listen to this, post-pandemic by an average of 53%. Telehealth allows high-risk patients to connect with their doctors in a safe way and is efficient also for doctors to assist patients that don't require a physical exam or a procedure. So when I hear this, I think like if you are in a procedural um, space and you're, yeah, like an um, OT or a speech pathologist or really anyone in that space that's a practitioner that usually sees patients, it is 100% possible to do this over the computer. And with its growing popularity, it's predicted that there may be permanent changes to regulatory standards. So it's not only going to help you in running your business and applying services, it's going to help doctors to free up time because it's a more efficient way and then also help your patients like more high-risk patients that don't need to go in person so i think that this trend is so cool it's innovative innovative it's sustainable that allows practitioners to reach patients they never would be able to and assist a wider customer range leading to exponential growth in your business so if you think about it like you can offer your speech pathology, OT, whatever type of telehealth services to people who would never be able to even have it. So I just think that this is probably this is probably my favorite one because it is so innovative. It's so creative and it really is true to making a wider impact in the world because you're able to reach more people. Okay, and finally number 5, The fifth trend is food as medicine. So one of the most important things we have control over is the types of foods we put into our body. And as people are spending less time eating out and more time cooking at home, they're focusing on making those meals nutritious. So whole foods act as a way to heal and protect your body and boost your immune system, fighting off everyday wellness. So going back to that health trend of creating the long-lasting Um, health. You're not doing, um, you're doing preventative versus reactive. And typically taught in, this is typically taught in naturopathic wellness, where we see the evolution of traditional healthcare, empowering people to take control of their health. Grocery shoppers are now more aware of the ingredients and chemicals in processed food and are doing what they can do to consume more whole foods. So I think this definitely has a lot to do with, you know, eating at home more because I even find like we definitely still eat at home a lot. We always have, but I've definitely noticed being more 
thoughtful about what we're putting in our body and food that actually, you know, boosts our immune system and whatnot, because that's something we absolutely have control over. So adding this to your uh, teachings or your practices and just knowing that people are more aware of this is so, so helpful into expanding and growing your business. So I'm just going to run through the five trends one more time. Number one is converging healthcare and wellness. Number two is virtual fitness is here to stay. Number three, mental health awareness and wellness communities are prominent. The future of telehealth is now. And number five, food as medicine. And I just think all of these trends are so amazing and it's so can be so beneficial to your business and the growth of your business and and adding services and programs and just really meeting your customers where you're at. So take what you want out of these five trends, but know that this is where consumers are going. So if you've had an inkling that you want to implement a program or a course or a membership or on-demand classes, know that that's what consumers are looking for. So I highly encourage you to do your own research. All of these facts and everything that I stated in here were things I read from well and good from Mayo Clinic, from Global Wellness Institute, from Thrive Global. These are all notable sources, places that I got these facts from. And what's really important, the biggest takeaway and the common denominator within these trends is ownership of health. So people are prioritizing preventative, long lasting wellness and they're investing. So if you are worried that no one's going to sign up for my program, no one's going to sign up for my course, people are taking control of their own health and it is making a huge difference and really raising the collective vibration in the health and wellness space and helping people change their lives. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you love this. If you loved this episode, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. You have no idea how much it helps me. Seriously, a little bit goes such a long way. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, please feel free to send me a DM at current.designstudio or you can also message me at Behind the Design Podcast on Instagram. I will see you guys in the next episode.